We on. We on? We on, man. We on or are we still testing? We on, man. We on. Oh, testing once. Nah, I'm just kidding. Yo. <laughs> What's good, bro? What's good? So, yo, it's been a long week and it's only Wednesday. Yeah, I had one hell of a day today. I'm not going to lie, dog. But I was really excited to get out of work and to come and record this podcast with you and have a really good special guest to Absolutely. join us tonight. Absolutely, man. Like, that was definitely on my mind when I was at work. I was like, you know what? Yeah. Let me not stress out. Later today, you know, I'll take a couple shots, meet up with my boy Alan. Yeah, we'll we have Svetka, though. Svetka, would you consider Svetka a really good nah. liquor, though, man? That's like that's like the type of shit is like, I only got this, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yo, I only <laughs> got this, bro. You try to get lit or not? Nah. Right, right, right. When you hit them with the, only, I only got this, you already know it's not going to be anything fire. You Just feel like me? when I asked you if you had any snacks and you was like, I only got apples. Yeah. I was like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> bro, apples are fire. Bro, Ma- Marco, like, Marco, yeah. apples are fire. Yeah, apples get the doctor away. Live, we live, we live. Episode six recording. Episode six right now, bro. Yeah, buddy, let's get it, bro. The weather's beautiful, as always. You know, and it's even getting even better because, what, it's like 60 degrees now? Bro, it's nice as fuck outside. Like, it's the type of, like, it's the type of weather you wish all year for. Bro, I could finally sit in my patio. Before, <laughs> I couldn't even sit in my patio. Bro, you, you go there for the 20 seconds and I'm sweating, bro. I'm sweating bullets. Bro, you gotta just be out there naked as fuck. But enough about the weather, dog. <laughs> what what we here for tonight? <laughs> you a fool, bro. Yo. <laughs> I, I caught that like two seconds. I caught that like two seconds later, bro. Uh, you know what we're here yeah, for. Yeah, we're what here we're here to, for. What we're here we're for. We're here to interview another, you know, person in our community of Southwest Florida that's doing real big things, that's, you know, contributing to our community and making sure that the people of our community feel safe, feel comfortable in whatever they create. So Without further ado, I want you guys to listen to our boy, M, from GCL. M, what's good, bro? Yo, yo, hello, hello. It was, uh, yeah, thank you for inviting me on this, man. I gotta say, I appreciate y'all energy. Well, it's, it's, on, it's an honor to have you on, bro. Absolutely, For bro. sure. I'm, Absolutely. Uh, I'm excited, yo. I don't get to talk too much about myself or my movement out loud too much, so it's a great opportunity right here. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. And by the, and by the way, just letting y'all know right now, we were... Obviously, we have conversations before we get on air, and I already can tell that this this episode is going to be really, really insightful, and it's going to be very, really dope. So, trust me, y'all want to listen to this whole thing, man. Just just how the conversation was going before, man. It's going to get real interesting, bro. So, just keep your ears open, man. Get the get the Q tips, get the earwax out. You feel uh, me? <laughs> wake your punk ass up. Is right, that what they say? Right. Uh, sway in the morning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> get the crust out yeah, your ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, so tell us about yourself. How'd you get here to Southwest Florida? Um. So my name is Marco. I go by M. And um, man, I got down here when I was thirteen, and that was like oh four or something like that. Something crazy. You know, we came down for a family, man. You know, like everything else. Family just comes and I was young. So I have to move to this area. Didn't know what was going on. Came to Benita, you know, and just been in the county ever since. So it was like 17 years now. It's Damn. been good. It's been a big evolution. I remember when uh, like 41 used to just be two roads <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> who, so, who else said that? Johnny said that in the episode too, right? Yeah, yeah. Two roads. Yo, I can imagine like 41 being two roads. Two like, roads, bro. Somebody was dirt road. 
you know, it's pretty wild. Everybody was riding uh, horses and cows <laughs> to get to work. Yeah, that's how it sounds like, but not. <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? In some places, there was maybe North Fort Myers, bro. You know, a lot of things North going Fort on. North Fort Myers, bro. North Fort Myers is. It's a whole different area. The same yeah. people walking now is the same people that was walking. It's back a whole different. Back area. Y'all been to that Walmart? Shit. That Walmart? I haven't been to the one in North Fort Myers now. Mm. Mm. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Bro, yeah. I heard that they're going to be making a lot of new renovations downtown. Do you hear anything about that? Yeah, for sure. Lots going on down there, man. Uh, not just downtown, but like they first of all, they extended downtown. So the the whatever city limits for the Fort Myers downtown area grew. True. So that's expanding, man. A lot, a lot of development coming in. They're picturing a lot of um, a lot of restructuring. They're trying to fix up MLK. So that's big. Gardner Park. They're trying to make it to Art District. The plans are already out. Anybody can do research right now. And see where the city's moving towards. Um, it's a, it's a good thing. Definitely gentrification. Uh, we can yes. definitely expect their taxes to go up. Yeah. Um, if we don't really talk about it, and people really come up front and try and you know make that change uh, amongst the, I don't even know. I don't even know why taxes go up all the time, but it happens. So we can expect that. But nonetheless, a lot of growth uh, for people our age. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going on down there. Bro, gentrification is like a whole nother like subject that we can get into, but like. I know it firsthand simply because, you know, coming from New York, that's all you see is gentrification. Mm. Like the community I grew up in is definitely not the same community it is now. Like there's like sky rises next door. There's giant parks next door. There's like the things that were like busted down and barely working are like fixed up in luxury now. Right. Mm. So right. like all those things contribute to like raising in taxes, like Mark, like M was saying, the, uh, you know, the raising of rent. So people who lived there for so long and had rent control, now some, when they're getting forced out of their apartments because rent's too high, mm. things of that nature. So like that community that you had that close-knit, you know, right. that close-knit connection with has to move because they don't have any else, anywhere else to live. Yeah. In, and, yeah, in Miami, cada dia hay más cubanos, bro. Every day there's more Cubans, bro. Mm. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just load up every house. You know, you see cars just... Like there's like a driveway you for two Lexus's? cars. You see a driveway for two cars only, and it's really like four cars are parked on the sidewalk. <laughs> They're parked, you know, some on the street and shit. You know, it just gets more clogged and clogged out there, bro. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Si- side note: Does when someone parks like a maniac in their own driveway and doesn't let someone else in the driveway, does that piss you off? Like it pisses me off. You know, it makes me question, like, why did they park in the middle? Right. And they knew they had a whole side, you know? Like, right. I, I do, I do. And it's not even, like... Is that, like, <laughs> ego? What do you think, that's ego? I don't even know I, what it is. It, yeah, it's got to be maybe, like, an OCD type of thing. Have like you ever it, pulled up, like, crunk to your crib and just parked in the grass? Like, fuck it? And sometimes away? I have to. Like, sometimes in I have grass? to park in the grass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, not here because... Even though I don't apartment. have to park in the grass because the driveway is big enough. And the other person just taking up the whole driveway. But anyway, I just gotta feel like uh, I'm attacking something, somebody specific. Yeah, don't. <laughs> oh, is this a side note? Did I just walk into something? No, no, no. There's no. There's I wasn't trying to push anything. Note. That's nothing oh, to do with no. nothing, nothing to do with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, 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 back to M. So M, what do you do here in Southwest Florida? Man, I survive. You know, that's one of the biggest things for, you know, first off and foremost. So uh, I got two jobs right now. I uh, work selling granite and countertops. Well, I, yeah, countertops. We don't sell cabinets. Uh, we're a big distributor. And I'm not going to say their name because they don't pay me enough for that. <laughs> but, um, you know, that, I do that during the day and I work at a restaurant at night. 
But my real passion uh, is video. I've uh, developed a small like production company that I need to push more personally, but it's called M Steeler Productions. And uh, our goal is to focus with um, help new emerging um, or existing businesses to the emerging mark, you know, video marketing aspects of um, social media and other things. But my longest passion has been a GCL, Gulf Coast Leisure. And really that's an, my art entertainment company. And I have a, a partner. Uh, his name is Brian Franklin. We've uh, we've been man, we've been friends since eighth grade. So uh, mm -hmm. as, as you know, it's my brother from another mother right there. And uh, for sadly, he couldn't be here. The guy does have like three kids and a life and a family, yeah, so that's, that's part of it of too. You know, it's yeah. a lot going on for that guy. Yeah, but uh, he sells life insurance too. So if you're needing life insurance, that's your hey, guy right there. I for see sure. you plugging your boy. Yeah, he got to man. We all trying to eat Shame, out here. Shameless plug. Yeah. All okay. trying to eat out here. You um, gotta do it, right? I'm definitely that dude, man. You know. If you, you want to collect money, you definitely come to me. That's why I'm at the door at the events. I don't play that. Hell <laughs> but, yeah, um, hell yeah. You better make sure you get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, 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 you didn't pay right there. Bring that ass back. Yeah, yeah I got to bring people back. Don't be trying to finesse this <laughs> no, shit. No, no. But I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm a kill him with kindness, right? So you get more with honey, you know, big smiles and all that. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Sir, sir. Hello, hello. Oh, hey, how are you? No, no. Actually, this is the register right over here. Absolutely. So no, no worries. <laughs> yes, ma'am. That's the, that's the, that's the smooth finesse right there. Kill him with kindness. Kill him with kindness, right? Yeah. No hostility. Moves. So for the people that don't know who Golf Coast Leisure is, what is some events that you guys do as a company? So we started in 2012, and uh, back in 2012, there was nothing going on in the area. You know, we've been a uh, uh, very uh, forefront for a lot of, uh, you know, things that have come and developed during that time. Um, and even before us, there were things going on. But I, I feel like nothing has been as consistent as we have for the past, um, well, eight years come this March 2020. Uh, so with that said, what we do is uh, consistently we have two events a month. We have an art and poetry networking event. That was our first event ever. And basically that's a, a platform for entertainers or individuals, creatives in general, to come out and really have an opportunity to express themselves in a safe space. And what we do is we have performances on stage and then uh, we display art or, um, you know, vendors of different kinds, people who make handmade stuff or like uh, somebody who does life insurance can come and, like, you know, wants to market to this, uh, to this kind of, millennial or creative mm -hmm. multicultural scene uh then you know that's it man we like to say that you know if you want to see diversity you know you come see one of our events because we're we have consistently the most diversity at all our events you know all ages groups you know like we that's the beautiful thing about art it expands all that and doesn't really like you know put us in a box per se it kind of does in essence you know when you talk to maybe corporations or other people they're like oh it's just the art stuff but in reality, I don't think it does, man. I think there's a lot of potential in it. Um, and that's why I keep doing it. Has it made me any money or made me rich? But it's my passion, man. It's my passion. Me and my, my partner's passion. Because he's been with me, you know, through the thick and thin on that. So I got to appreciate Brian, man. You don't get too many business partners or friends like that. Absolutely. Um, Shout out to you, Brian. I know you'll, you'll, you'll be listening to this episode, man. Absolutely. I'm sure he is. He's good about that. Yo, and um, so I really like the fact that you brought up that you don't, we don't really get paid for it. Mm. Um, because... That's the people we're trying to bring on. That's why, you know, Nick, you know, recommended you because, you know, we're trying to get those people in here that are trying to, you know, impact change mm -hmm. just out of, like, their heart, you know? And Definitely. that's what you're trying to do. You know, Definitely. you're trying to showcase other people. You're trying to do what you love. And, you know, when you do what you love, you know, you you essentially work harder at it, you for know? For sure, for sure. Yeah, so that's, that's, re that's really cool, man, that you mentioned that. And with that event, you know, with the Art and Poetry event, we're able to, like... um 
you know, kind of create a, an environment where we can kind of dress up a little bit, feel sexy. It's at the Sydney and Burn Davis Art Center, downtown Fort Myers. So it's a really nice venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do it once a month, the third Thursday of every month. This um, November 21st of 2019 is the next event, which is actually our last event for the year because we didn't do any events in December. It's too much going on with the holidays yeah, and we kind of like yeah. to step back. And uh, this year, you know, I'm picking back up marketing. So my plan is to just go organize and group and we kind of mentioned that a little bit earlier, you know, before the we turned on the mics and stuff about marketing and how it can right. be difficult. And, you know, at, at some point it, it was easy for us and we were getting a lot of movement because it was really just about posting and people would just see it. Yeah. But, you know, as times continue, the algorithms have changed and evolved, you know, greed has continued and grown. And, uh, you know, Facebook has just limited us in different ways and they own several platforms. So it's a full range algorithm, you know, just cut down right there. But mm-hmm. with that said, um, I've learned that it's a process, bro marketing right now is a process it's about uh putting you know creating content and that sometimes can be hard for people mm-hmm. uh, luckily for us it's not because of what we do you know it's just, right then then it becomes about capturing content right and then all right how do you move that content to the next phase which is editing or whatever and then you know then messaging so what type of messaging do you want to create with this campaign and how putting that posting that campaign and creating different markets and demographics like what age ranges and if you don't know any of that you kind of just throw it out there and see what comes back and then from there you're able to you know, kind of understand that and be like, oh, women, women get to this level. Um, I'm sorry, women like this type of advertising more than men, you know, like, um, for example, we noticed that our, our videos are seen by um, older people, like 16 above, or I mean, sorry, they respond more than um, like certain women, men really? demographics. Yeah, for that's us. And it was weird. Like, you know, so like that's just that's just recent. So we didn't do way more information. Actually, I'm just kind of getting into it. Mm-hmm. So it's this whole like cat and mouse game with it. You kind of like create something, throw it out there, see where it's at and then come back and be like, OK, we need to reword it or we need to do this in order to change it up to appeal to whoever is responding the most from that. Um, and it's a process. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's definitely a process and the, exactly what you're saying is what i'm studying in my job to do now like yeah, all the yeah. analytics true like put when you're like for example when you want to send a specific email for a client mm. you have to look at what the audience of your client's products is you know servicing mm. figure out what their audience is what the demographic of those audiences are and then you know kind of lead your message to that particular audience and all that stuff is, you know, fascinating to me because it's like never ending. You know what I mean? No, no, no. It's literally never ending because there's data like every single week. And so data, much data. Data fluctuates. So you have to be able to manage um, your message in a way that is, you know, open for everybody. But at the same time, it's kind of specific to the people that are going to purchase your products. And yes. Services. Yes. So I, th- I think that's pretty interesting. And I'm like I said, I'm just starting out doing that. So I had no like prior knowledge of any of that stuff before because mm. that's not what I studied in school but it's interesting how my particular like um, education or even just the things I do on the side like uh, just post shit on social media like post stories and yeah, yeah. how all that stuff relates to just being able to market yourself market your brand mm-hmm. and market whatever company or at whatever content you want to create yeah man it, it is pretty crazy and you know uh, it is fascinating in so many ways it's also scary because it it can show how you know we can be easily manipulated to through it as well you know Mm -hmm. and like cambridge analytica i don't know if you guys seen that documentary or whatever that's crazy you guys start looking into that what's it called uh cambridge analytica is a uh, Mm -hmm. like research company that existed in england or something like that and they uh they basically helped republicans and right-wing you know um 
different countries, just parties and stuff like that, kind of like market themselves and create campaigns in order to like influence and all that, you know, which is, you know, nothing that, and not different than anybody else, but they were just like, their deafness to it was just way, way crazier. And the way they pushed it, you know, through Facebook and other Instagram, uh, other um, channels and stuff like that, other platforms, uh, and they just create like a, a survey. So mm-hmm. if you ain't responded to the survey because you would get a dollar if you responded. It was some type of wow. gimmick like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then um, through that, now they had access. Once you signed yes or whatever, somewhere in there it says, now we have access to your friends list. So now they're able to tap into your friends. And it, and it just continued. And it, that's just a very like small tidbit of what I remember right now talking it about it. Is it's it on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. But um, I definitely heard a little out. bit about that. Um, just on the news and just on different social media platforms. Mm. Specifically because, you know, they helped our president who is sitting in office. Yeah, yeah. Elected. Because of the Mercers. The mm-hmm. Mercers are a billionaire family that um, that really that bought the company mm-hmm. through. Um, what's that dude? Um, damn, what's that cra- the crazy guy that was helping this guy? Trump. Oh, my God. I forgot his name. Anyway, fuck him. <laughs> fuck that guy. Second that. Second. <laughs> fuck that Second guy. That. Whoever that guy is. Oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah. A lot of money and power, bro. But back to the to what's important, Southwest Florida. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure. Like Southwest Florida, as you said, grew so much in just a short time. I've been here, but oh, like, yeah. you've been here for way longer than I have. So you definitely seen a lot more. So you have a perspective of like the arts and entertainment community because you kinda, you know, had your foot in that community from the jump. Absolutely. Absolutely. So from the time that you you know, are now to then, what kind of change have you seen specifically in that arts and entertainment community? Like, have uh, you seen a change in, in like mindsets? Yeah. So I'm going to say that um, when I was, you know, I was going to FSW when I was Edison and stuff like that. Right. So yeah. what I, I met a lot of uh, what I want to say is like hippies, but now I'm going to say just creatives, but they were more, more hippie now at that point. Um, but uh, they, they were doing kind of what we were doing now, but in their own way. So it was a more secluded, a little more limited. You kind of had to be in a, you know, kind of, you know, you got like greens and certain, you know, drum circles and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, I grew up from a more urban culture. So it was all new to me, but going to college really helped me expand that. So uh, with that said, there was already a scene out there, but it wasn't as diverse or put together. You know, it wasn't something for like people like, like me and you, man. Like you know, I'm first generation Latino in this country. I was born in Colombia. I'm from Cali. My family's from Cali. Word. Um, okay. My line brother's from uh, from Colombia too. Yeah, man. Yeah. So like you know, shout I come, out to Juan. Uh, <laughs> shout out Juan. Uh, yeah. We uh, <laughs> is that Juan David or something like that? <laughs> Juan, Colombian Juan David. No, it's Juan Diaz though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Juan he, has, Diaz. He, has a, he has a long fucking name. Yeah. yeah long yeah, fucking yeah. name. Yeah. It's like yeah. I get you. He's an artist. Juan Diaz, the artist, or somebody else? No, 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 no. Oh, is this, there's a dude in Naples. He's in my fraternity. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. He's one of my, my closest right. brothers. There's, there's a real dope artist in Naples. His name is Juan Diaz. Real, oh, real where? talented individual. In, yeah, in yeah. Colombia? No, no, here in Naples. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, over here. Yeah, mind to get in contact with him. Yeah, yeah. He's real good. I haven't talked to him in years, man, but, you know, shout out to him if you ever listen to this. Yeah, you always got to reach out to your contacts, bro. You never know. Like, for sure, for sure. You, you know what? It's, it's been so long. We've been doing it for so long, man. Right now, part of my mindset is to, my, my campaign for 2020 is to bring back a lot of the people that, you know, we've influenced and, grew, you know, grew up with, man, that were part of our movement for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, man, we've had teams, you know, right now it's just me and Brian and, you know, Ariel V. Ariel V helps us out with videos and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, as a brother of mine, man, you know, he, he, uh, he's been there for us, you know, these past few years and he's grown a lot recently and that so have we. So, you know, him right there, but you know, a lot of people have come in, you know, 
I'm gonna just shout out some names because I know if I don't, they'll say something there. <laughs> but uh, like Marissa, Marissa Gonzalez is up this a lot. Alicia Hamilton, um, man, you know, there's some people that you know have come in and gone. You know, DJ, DJ Tiger, um, the sound man. I can't remember everybody right now. I'll be very honest with you. I'm kind of on the spot. Yeah, you know, that's why people make lists about names yeah, when yeah. they go up and talk, right? Yeah, you forget right shows, on the spot. Like, yo, cousin TT. They got yeah, yeah, you gotta have the list. That. You gotta put out the list. Right, nah. right. And it, it don't mean that there's no love. It's just like, man, yeah. when you're on the spot, yeah. you know, you're kind of like in that different mindset. Yeah, yeah. no so doubt, no you. doubt. You know what I mean? And I, a lot of people that come through and you know, kind of misguided us too at times, where I was misguided through it. You know, but uh, I think that's all growth. And you know, we appreciate everything. I appreciate personally everything, the good and the bads, because this brought me to this point where I understand more of the movement and where we want to go in the future. And, you know, um, one of the things I forgot to mention was we have a second event that evolved a few years ago, and we do it at the American Legion, downtown Fort Myers, post, um, post 38, off of Jackson and uh, MLK. And, you know, that event is a little more, you know, down to earth urban because through our, the Arm Poetry event, it's kind of like a premiere event. It's, it's a, our, our, has evolved to the point where we do longer sets there. We have artists kind of, you know, cater more performances. We, you know, our goal is to have people not do it off their phones, you know, not bring their phones to plug in for us to play their tracks on their phones, you know, kind of create a higher level of platform where, you know, we step it up because as, as, uh, as a scene, because, you know, there's people in this area has been signed, you know, musically. There's groups have, you know, gone on tours and stuff. So there's things that happen, but there's no real collective, you know, for it to be like right. a, a New York or like an Atlanta or an L.A. Mm -hmm. or, you know, the Bay or something. Like, you know, like Houston or whatever places we think of Chicago that are like, oh, my God, that's a scene right there. And sometimes it is because there's no, like, real prime location for everybody to come and meet. You know, if you, if you see a lot of... Um, um, documentaries and stuff like that about different scenes at different points they all had a spot you know studio was it 59 or 60 what, what, what is that studio 54 the one in uh, new york that was like popping and shit back in the day was it? studio uh, whatever man yeah, not, yeah, i know i have some old heads hit me up on that one but uh -huh. you know that place you know that brought a scene together you know like um so you know through that evolution we've noticed that bringing people together in one space can help grow and build a scene so you know through our speak my piece uh, we, we wanted to cater to something a little more like chill, a little more relaxed because we used to dress up all the time. We used to wear suits and stuff and kind of really make it a thing, you know, make it somewhere, you know, where you come out and feel sexy as, as, a, as a minority, as a creative, whatever. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, we kind of just chill because we've been doing it for so long. But we try to bring that back 2020, so you'll see. Suits hey, are coming back out. For sure, bro. For sure. We try to bring sexy back. Just a Timberlake. Yeah, yeah, you know, I can't move like that, but. <laughs> bro, it's interesting that you were saying yeah. that there's no like prime location. But you have several projects that you're working on. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm not gonna go too deep into it, but basically, um, where we're at is we're trying to evolve GCL, mm -hmm. and uh, we're we want to grow that in, into more professional settings. So uh, creating offices, like a creative office space. Yeah, you know, it's something that's already been done, but just not here and not for artists specifically or creatives. Really, it's more of like a business aspect or a tech aspect, which is cool. And there's you know creatives in there, but. Um, I'm going for more of like a, an artistic twist, you know, with uh, creativity and stuff like that. So, you know, having some professional office space and um, and eventually a lounge, man, have our own location. You know, I hear a lot of people say that, you know, and I want that, you know, like one of the things about me personally is I don't really like think about anybody else's stuff. I just focus on mine. So, um, you know, through that, I, I see the scene really growing and, and developing. And, and I feel like a lot of people are going to eventually evolve into catering to a space or whatever, you know, so I'm excited to see that evolve. 
Yeah. But that is our goal is to, you know, consolidate our, our, our venues and kind of hone it into a home because with a home, we're able to, to really push and, you know, like let the artistic scene really grow to the next level where like you kind of see these documentaries and they're like, oh, man, we used to all hang out there and, you know, mm-hmm. these studios or places or somebody's home where like yep. it popped off. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, man. Yeah. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. But I we still need some funds and a lot of growth there. We got to. You know, finalize a bit finalize a business plan yeah man so. there's, there's definitely a lot of work that needs to you know be yeah, put yeah. In, in a big project like that For but sure. the important thing is that you have a plan you have like next steps you have yeah, yeah. like that vision that you and we have a spot we actually have a spot but like i don't want to talk about it too much because it's a lot of build out a lot of money put involved purpose i gotta get <laughs> Absolutely. so yeah, you it's, but it's happening you, it's happening you don't want to jinx it then essentially you know not not in the sense of like um no, more in the sense like uh, I want to present it in the proper way, and, yeah. you know, like right, I, I don't, right. I don't have that yet. It was not set in stone. Yeah, yeah, right, like, right, like, right. You know, okay, yeah, I get you. It's it's still a little malleable in the sense, so you know, mm-hmm. um, maybe the location might change, or or maybe um, it you know it might evolve in a mm-hmm. different way. But um, yeah, our goal is to you know, kind of create our own Winwood in a way, man. So bro, that's one of the reasons like I even brought it up is because I wanted you to put that into the space. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know want, you've been to it, so I know you want to talk about yeah, it. I, like I wanted that. you to put that into the space no because doubt. like I'm a true believer and I know Alan's a true believer. Like when you say something out loud, you're manifesting it mm. into the atmosphere. You're making it known that this is your goal, this is what you want, and you're gonna get it without no one's help. You're gonna just do what you want to do. No matter what. You're speaking it into existence. Exactly. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah, um that's that's is energy right there, right? It's power in mm-hmm. words, so mm-hmm. for sure. Frequencies. So I wanna I wanna bring it back towards like Southwest Florida because I feel like we veered off a little bit. And Southwest Florida <laughs> is definitely super important to what we do. So in speaking of Southwest Florida, has Southwest Florida specifically taught you anything um that you didn't already know before you know? You really started. I mean, mature. I don't know, like in what level, you know, like what do you mean? Like, like my first heartbreak or something? <laughs> I mean, first heartbreaks <laughs> always go sour, but like, I mean, like the people in Southwest Florida, mm. the area in Southwest Florida, like, is there something like you remember specifically that was true to Southwest Florida that you don't really see anywhere else? Hmm. I know it's an interesting question, right? Wow, some depth to that, yeah. And I'm a deep dude, so sorry, I, I kind of got. Yeah, I should have read the questions. I had a minor philosophy, bro. I should have read the questions <laughs> ahead of time. Um, so, you know, besides the 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 locations, man, I remember um, when I was in high school, downtown wasn't what it was. It, it used to be a lot more. Uh, I guess they, I, I didn't go down there before, but like that. But it was real, real, real hood or something like that. You know, people, you know, you always hear white people or something like that be like, oh my God, downtown. Even still, I'm, and, you know, and I'm like, yo, seriously, look at downtown. I was beautiful. But mm-hmm. anyways, yeah, MLK's you know, right there. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. all that, all that mm-hmm. junk or whatever. I mean, I live right by there, bro. Ain't, ain't nothing crazy. A few crackheads here and there, but nothing, nothing out there. Nothing though. like New York, though. Exactly. Like, nothing like a major city <laughs> where I could be like, yo, like whatever. But anyways, you know, they still freak out about it here and there. Maybe you and um, or like that zombie con thing. So they remember that. Like that, that that's like a one off. That don't happen. Bro, that time. wasn't like. Oh, maybe twice because like this other dude shot somebody else. But anyways, the point is it doesn't happen all the time. And uh, so I'll say downtown is a big one, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of like uh, development downtown, they push that a lot. We, we, we do events. We have an art walk, a music walk. You know, we started that. The zombie con thing was pretty big. Bro, I fuck with the Sydney and Burn Davis Art Center, you know, does a lot to, to 
you know, host our different artists, do the gallery thing, have different events there. So we got to appreciate them. Um, what's down there? What's, out, what's down there? The Oh, the theater, the laboratory theater or something like that. So that's a dope spot. We get a lot of like artists that come out there. The the Palm Theater, they man, they bring a lot of like artists out here, yeah. you know, that we don't think about. Um, man, Barbara B. Man brings a lot of, you know, artists out here. But there's no real consolidation, you know, and, and that's one of the that's one of the things that, you know, we hope to do once we really um hone in and and, uh, and have our own location is, is really be able to build that culture because it's here, but it's so transitional because people come from different places. So there's no I, it's hard for me to say there's one set thing, right? Because I came from Jersey and, and then you know, the people that do me here, you know, they're, they're mixed too. They come from somewhere else. So like mm -hmm. this whole, very rarely do you find somebody, well, like Kyra, Kyra was born in Cape Coral or something like that, you know? So like, mm -hmm. that's someone that we know, whatever, a good friend of mine. Um, I don't throw the word best friend around a lot, but that's one of my, you know, real good best friends she, right now. She throws that shit around all the time. I know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. I'm weird though, man. You know, it takes a lot to, for me to get to that level or say that comfortably about somebody, bro. I feel you. You know what I mean? I don't really trust anybody. So that way I don't get my heart broken. Bro. But um, you know, there's Trust a few people out there. Yeah, something like that, man. You know, but I move forward. Gee, um, hey, man, I'm on the same vibe, man. I mean, sometimes it ain't. Yeah, you're right. It's good to move forward, you know. But trust issues, bro. Mm -hmm. yeah. I absolutely. I heard. I heard issues. that, and I just had to comment. No, for <laughs> sure, bro. Yeah, you got to stay guarded, bro. You know, and also my culture, man. I come, you know, being from Colombia, and yeah, I've been here a long time and stuff. But me traveling and having family there, and that shit's in your genes to a certain point, right? So like, you know, in Colombia, it's it's an area where like. It, it's a country and you know, the city I'm from where like, if you say too much or you pop too much or you show off too much, you get, you know, you get shut down, you, you, you get murdered, you get like, you know, extorted yeah. or something like Nicaragua. that. So. Yeah. That's how um, really the, uh, foreign countries are like, uh, Nicaragua, you know, definitely. Like Is that where you're from? Well, that's where my family's from Nicaragua. Yeah. I was born in Miami though. Okay. Okay. But you've gone yeah. back to visit and seen Never. Them? I'm actually going in March. Dope bro. Dope, yeah. I dope. can't wait. I can't you wait. You know I mean? Like, um, it'll definitely be somewhat of a culture shock for sure. Hell yeah. But I'm going to say this every time I go back, you know, I feel a deep connection to, to my roots because of, um, you know, I got a lot of family there. My aunts are there, you know, um, my mom's side, a lot of love from them. So when I go back, it's, it's always love, man. You know, I have friends out there and, you know, it once when you go back to where you're from, I don't care if you're from like, you know, Brian's from Philly or whatever, you know, you go back to your hometown where you feel from, it just makes sense, bro. And like, yet, even though you haven't been there in a while, I promise you at some point when you go there, you're like, damn, it kind of makes sense. You know, like mm -hmm. I'm, this is me some way like this is how my culture is you know it's interesting because in, in america we get to experience so many different cultures and groups you know but when we go back to our countries we only see us you know technically right it's only like nicaraguenses or colombians and That's little real. mix so like you know you know the opportunity to be in this country you know should definitely be respected and, and uh push forward because we don't you don't get that anywhere else you know that's what that's what really makes this this place really amazing you know mm -hmm. which also frustrates me that we're so limited at the same time yeah you know what i mean oh, and, yeah. and that we get pushed back as minorities or groups you know what i mean mm -hmm. and, and you know and, and, as, and also on a social economic level because poor white people count too yeah mm -hmm. for sure like, uh, has um no go ahead nick go ahead um no you go ahead bro you go ahead all right I no gonna, i kind of wanted to ask um in in your throughout your tenure with gulf coast leisure have you ever ran, have you ever been through like a, um, a situation where, you know, someone kind of essentially like stabbed you in the back or, you know, ran through some shady shit that you didn't expect to run through, you know, and trying to develop mm. events or, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, I mean, you don't got to pull out any names too. You, you know, know what I mean? Just, the, you know? The, there's been a lot of, uh, things before, you know, uh, 
I'm, you know, I, I would have to, I wish Brian was here because he'll be able to kind of bring this into text, you know, into context a little better for me. But before people started like, you know, kind of expanding and doing their own events and, and doing that, like before that, for sure, internally, like groups, you know, because it's a startup. So you, you kind of start with a big group. And, uh, you know, at, at, at the time, you know, I had a, I had a business partner, you know, it was me, this guy named Jose and uh, Brian, you know, and I brought it to Jose because uh, I was inspired by Brian, man. You know, Brian was in Tampa for a long time. When, when I was in college, he was out there and um, and basically, you know, big, bigger city, bigger market. He was able to see spoken word events and stuff like that. And he was like, yo, we got to do this. And at the time, I wanted to do something different. But like I was in a whole other level of like just trying to make money and, you know, bullshitting the streets or whatever. So like when he brought that down and, and kind of, you know, put it in, he's like, yo, we're going to do this event. We did it. It was a bus. Like three people showed up. You know, shout out to those three people. Um, <laughs> shout out you know, to them. Yeah, David Lentworth and like, man, I forgot who else. Jessica and I think um, his girl, um, Maria, was there as well. But anyways, the point is, mm -hmm. uh, you know, through that, it evolved. And I was like, man, we need to do something with this. We got to make it official. And I had the idea about doing an entertainment company because I wanted to make changes to the world, bro. Um, I was going to school for physical therapy at the time. And, you know, you know, going through this whole evolution and, and really putting outside of myself in, in this urban culture and being in this area, you know, instead of wearing like tall black tees and all black and, you know, being in Lehigh running around bullshitting for no reason, um, smoking weed and, you know, whatever, like uh, you, I was able to go to school and meet people that were teaching me different things, man, you know, hanging out with some of these white people and not they were all white, they're mostly all white, but like, you know, really expanding my mind and letting me see about the drum circles and like, yo, there's... Like, I don't know, man. I was, I, it was funny because I was very urban. You know, it, it's, it's, it's interesting because when I get around like super hood people, you know, I'm like not that urban. And I, might, I might be like the, the reason, the voice in, in the place. But then when I get with, uh, with, you know, people that are like, you know, like some, some white people and shit, I'm real urban and they feel comfortable around me, maybe like kind of relaxing a little bit and being like, yeah, man, or something like that, you know, even though they don't really talk like that all the time, you know, <laughs> oh but like God, they come yeah. around me, like, I love it, you mean. so it's like the different levels, you know, cause I'm like, you know, for some people that really wall out, you know, I'm kind of chilled, but then for people that really don't wall out, I'm like wild. So it's like, you know, mm -hmm. it's like interesting. Um, it's kind of I funny, feel, right? I feel, I feel like uh, I get that, I get that um, view too with some people. You Absolutely, know? man. Right. Like our school, what when we first started FGCU, it's it was like seventy percent. Like the demographic was like seventy seven. PWI. Yeah, exactly, exactly, man. And then like we were definitely like the minorities in that school. Yeah, yeah. So you see the world in a different spectrum. Absolutely, absolutely. That. And there's nothing wrong with being white or anything yeah, like there that. Really you know isn't. what I mean? But like as as minorities, like there shouldn't be an issue to talk about it, you know. Yeah, it shouldn't be an issue. Especially because we're in the South, bro. A lot of mm -hmm. these Southern white people talk about us differently. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like it's up to us, though, as you know, minorities, to kind of break those barriers. Yep. Do you absolutely. That? Absolutely. Because you I know, because the white people, you know, they're they're used to their ways, you know, and all that. And, you know, there's always stereotypes. There's stereotypes about, you know, mostly, you know, minorities and stuff. Mm. To break those stereotypes, you know, this is just my personal opinion. I feel like we need to kind of take the initiative and take that step in trying to break that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So they could change the perspective yes, of it. You yes, know? yes, And like I said, there's nothing wrong with white people or anything, you know. But that's just how I view it, you know. And um, essentially, I feel like we play victim too much. I you agree. Know? I yeah. agree with that. I, I definitely agree with like, um, you know, and, and, and that's one of the I remember watching this, uh, this, this political. Um, I watch a lot of politics, but um, 
this activist in Mexico, and, and he, he was talking about how like um, the they, they, they like their the, the the country itself, the people haven't come up, you know, and don't pull up, you know, against corruption or um, the cartels or any of that stuff that is going on in uh, places like that because like we feel bad for ourselves. It was is what he was saying, right? And he was saying it in Spanish and whatever, but basically the essence of it was like, yo, we need to stop feeling bad for ourselves. So um, yeah, I think there's a lot of victim blaming through that, but um, you know, it takes growth and a lot of maturity to be able to have a full conversation with someone and be able mm -hmm. to like talk, you know, and you know, I have, I have a lot of, I have a lot of white friends, you know, that are Trump supporters or this and that, and we're able to have a healthy conversation without it getting kind of crazy. It kind of helps, I guess, in a monotone too, but like, <laughs> uh, you know, we're able to communicate and I let them know. And I, I kind of say a few things like, really, man? And, and you know, what I, you know what, I, you mentioned something in the Shea episode about how, uh, like so somebody comes at you and they like they prepared all that time yeah. for that one moment right yeah. there with all the facts and they hit you with all that stuff yeah. yo i don't even play into that no more bro i lay lay back because you know what yo i don't got all the facts right now mm -hmm. and i'm not about to go into the situation mm -hmm. with you where you're gonna pop these things out trying to make reason sense yeah. i know what makes sense you know what i mean yeah I, how about we respect each other we just disagree Yep, like, bro, po like politic talk yeah bro. well in politics talk especially in politics talk but you know other things too man you know what i mean like I don't know. A lot of different shit. Like definitely, my favorite, definitely politics. Talk my for favorite sure. phrase is, you know what? Let's agree to disagree because that yeah, right yeah, there yeah. diffuses the situation, and it kind of gets me like in a in a mindset like, you know what? I don't really need to step on the gas right now mm, because mm. this is not my particular moment. Yeah, you know what I mean, I know what I believe. I know what I what I am um, thinking. Maybe if you're making some valid points, you know, maybe I'll go back and reevaluate things and see where i could have you know went off stray but at the same time i'm gonna do the research because mm. i know how to do it and it's interesting that you were talking about you know being stuck in a in a mindset or in a specific mentality i think alan was talking about it because even like i know my parents and and other people's parents and a lot of people who are older than us and the, the generation that came before us they kind of are stuck in that mentality mm. you know of not wanting, you know, to change because they're seeing change all around them. So they want to, you know, stay in their bubble. For sure. But I feel like with this generation, no one really wants to stay in their bubble. They want to go see what's out there, what see yeah. what other people, you know, are about because they know it's those other people that are going to influence them to be the people that they want to be. You know oh, yeah, mean? man. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense? Yeah. No, no, that's real. That's real. Bro. And what's up, bro? I feel like you've been quiet, man. Tell me, tell me something deep, bro. Well, me? Yeah, bro. Well, I just, I just brought up a good ass. Uh, <laughs> now you good? I know. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, <laughs> something deep, man. I can go, I can go bro, deep. Al bro, Alec could talk, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep, so, man. If you give me like, the right bro. subject, bro, I can, I can, I can really analyze shit. I'm an analyst, bro. I, I do this shit like every day, bro. I, I just ask questions. I, I go layer after layer after mm. layer, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, but. Yo, Alan's hey. only 23 years old. He be teaching me shit. Uh, shit. <laughs> he be teaching me shit all the time, bro. Hell yeah, bro. All the time. He be introducing me to new books, like new different influencers. Well, I, well, I, well, I kind of wanted to say, too, was um that agree to disagree statement. Mm. It kind of reminds me of the book I just read, and I mentioned this in Canon's episode, too. Um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's right. a book by Dale Carnegie. And he... he he essentially said, he's like, dude, like, if you're disagreeing with somebody or arguing with somebody, like, how are you going to 
you're not building any rapport. You're not building any connection there, you know? Mm. And and you can disagree with the person, but you got to put it in a way that you're like, just like that. You agree to disagree. Like, hey, look, so listen, I respect your opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, This is my opinion. And you didn't change it, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, we good at the end of the day. So that's what that saying is saying. And mm-hmm. that's what, you know, the book said, too, which honestly it's a great book. You know, anybody should, should read that. Any business person or even if you're not in business, you know, just read it because for your mindset, it's really good too. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Definitely, bro. Definitely. You know what? And um, I'm sorry to add to what you just said. Yeah. Uh, I think how, you know, in situations where you, like, disagree with someone, because it's easy to agree sometimes, right? It's, it's the disagreeing part that is hard to get through. Um, you got to show your humanity, bro. You know, I think that's how you, you connect through to the person. Even though you're disagreeing, you're still, like, and I don't know, that can be anything really, you know, where like, hey, I disagree with this and this, but you know, hey, listen, man, you got something like, you want something to drink or here's a water, man, you know, like, like you know, showing, showing that humanity of that, yeah. that, that aspect, you know, because through that, then the like, oh, this person's not an asshole, you know, we just don't agree with this, you mm-hmm. know, like something like that, and then you get through it. At least that's through my experience, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, so I, I mean, yeah. And it's for sure. interesting that you say that, that because that same mentality to be able to like you know turn the other cheek but still show your men- your humanity that's not something that i learned in new york city that's not um that's it's, not a place to learn that it's bro. not a place to learn that no. and that i had to learn that here in florida because disagreeing with people and like being mad at the world all the time that's not healthy for you no, it's not no. healthy for your community it's not healthy for your mindset so to be able to you know turn the other cheek still show that humanity that's super important to me mm. and it's something that i had to like reflect on because it wasn't something i could put into words or kind of put context behind yeah, yeah i had to really like think about that because that was one of my biggest struggles you know adjusting to because i would get upset at people i would get upset at people that were disagreeing with me mm-hmm. because in my mind it's like why the fuck would you disagree with me i know i'm right mm. and that whole mentality had to change you know i had to you know create something different i had to create a way to communicate with people where i wasn't disagreeing with them all the time or i wasn't like just upset all the time Mm. and that you know kind of built into my like anger management issues when i was younger so for me to be able to grow out of that and like a lot of people tell me all the time they see a big change in my mentality and my perspective and personality is because you know i'm growing up you know i'm talking to the people around me I'm, i'm i'm taking that you know that side of me where like judging all the time, I'm putting it to the back back burner and mm. I'm just listening to what people have to say. That's deep. Even if I don't necessarily agree with what they have to say. That's deep. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. That's you know growth I mean? right there. That is definitely growth. That's growth, bro. Anybody um, will tell you, like my best friend Armani would tell you, there's times where he's telling me a story, I'm like, bruh, you're 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 talking you're talking a little too much, bro. Just get to the point. But 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 now you have that straight face and a smirk on your face, but your blood is boiling. Exactly. There's <laughs> <laughs> like smoke coming out of your ears and you're just smiling through it you're just like oh this fucking piece of shit <laughs> no doubt man and there's a point to, to the you, you gotta get to the point right like i'm some tired like a long-winded storyteller so i need to learn how to get to the point more myself but um it's all love it, it, it never means uh, to be taken advantage of either you know i think when people say a lot of these stuff like these real open-ended like you know positive affirmations type of thing you know like there should be a clause in there yeah, yeah, give love and everything, but don't get taken advantage of. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. yo, be still, still keep in mind, like, don't get disrespected out there, or like, I don't know, man. You know, 
you can still hit somebody in the face. Like, don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, but like, a nice uppercut. Yeah, you know, sometimes, <laughs> some, you know, I think a lot of people need that sometimes. I think a lot of people ha- need to get hit in the face at least one time to be like, oh, that's mm-hmm. right, that hurts. Yeah, yeah yo, yo, I need, I need someone to like, you know, like tighten me up, you know, mm-hmm. or just bro, like, I got, yeah, yeah. I got my ass whooped one time. I learned from it. I had never got my ass whooped again. Boom. You, you know, know, likewise for sure. So like, you, got, you gotta learn. You gotta learn. It builds. It builds character. It does. It does. It does. <laughs> so so M. You know, back to uh, back to Gulf Coast Leisure and the content. Yeah, please, I'm please. Curious about the content. Um, so I know marketing is like a. I've, I've seen the common theme where like people that you know that struggle with social media marketing and marketing their actual you know events and you know what they do and all that. Um, so what what is your process in going creating content? You know, what, 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 what do you like brainstorm and all that? You know, what are you, who you're trying to get at, you know? Um, you know, we're, we're fortunate enough that like through our events, we, we can obtain content and it's always, you know, changing because of different artists or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I would say right now, just focus on our events and pushing that, you know, capturing that content. And, and we've had a bunch of videos. So my goal is to just revamp them and put them back out, you know, 2020 this year. Um, Funding, you know, a big thing for us has always been funding, man, you know, because you need money to put into these ads, these promos and stuff like that. Yeah, you can create guerrilla marketing techniques and going out and passing out flyers, but you still got to pay for the flyers, you know, and Mm -hmm. then you got to get the graphic designer. Unless you're a well-rounded person that does all that stuff, but then, you know, while you're doing all that stuff, you still need somebody out there managing the rest of it, you know. So I'm I'm fortunate enough to have Brian, man, on my side like that because, um, you know, he's been able to maintain and hold these events down this year. You know, I've been focusing on this location that I mentioned about earlier for GCL and trying to build that up and uh, just working a lot, man, working a lot, a lot of growth. We're doing it by ourselves. Um, I'm kind of stubborn that way. Uh, yeah, we could do bar- partners and all this loan stuff and all this, but it's like, you know, somebody told me um, it's, man, it's hard, bro. You know, I, I was, at first I was told not to get a business partner, you know, from a very successful people that, you know, cause it's limitations, things like that. Um, me and my, the other partner, you know, we basically broke up or whatever, you know, he was like, he was done with it. So we moved forward and stuff. And, and that was a process, you know, itself, uh, to, to end that relationship. Cause we did it all legally and stuff like that. So that wasn't cheap, yeah. you know, and I had to pay him and all this other stuff. So like, um, uh, but that's how much his passion is for me, you know, and, and I'm fortunate that Brian stuck it out with me, but, um, Man, I forgot the original question. I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I went to a tangent about Brian. Bro. I love you, bro. I love you. No, 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 no. It's all good. We like them tangents, though. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, we do we that. Want you, we want you to go off on a tangent. We go, no, boy, just say, well, what advice would you give somebody um, in trying to create content if they're trying to do a startup business or, you know? If you're an artist, easy. Just do yeah. you. You know what I mean? Just do you. Um, if you're a creative, like, really put that, you know, creativity out there. Um, and how it is right now is picture a video, you know, let's be honest, you know, mm-hmm. like just focus on that for the most part. And then the other part, the real hard part is really for me is, is the, the different, um, uh, streams of like, um, putting the information out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And the right way of doing it. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram. Uh, but I think to a certain point, you know, like everything, you know, cycles over, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like the, the Buddhist mentality where it's all a big cycle. Right. Right. So, um, I think like fashion cycles over, I think, uh, so with marketing, I think to a certain point, we're going to go back to the whole guerrilla marketing thing, you know, like full force more. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, people still do it and all that. But I think, you know, it's about that again. So it's about touching the streets, you know, and going to different events, handing out flyers. Uh, if you're a creative, you know, performing, getting out there or putting your content out there, really showing your stuff, man. And then just doing the right tags, the right, you know, putting the right 
venues or you know the right streams out there um which is a process and it takes time but uh, i mean i know doing it this long man just if you're dedicated and consistent it it, it will happen what what platform has worked for you um in trying to actually get heads out there to your event Uh, honestly facebook man you know instagram for sure those are the two big ones um i've heard of tiktok recently bro i was just about to bring that up how like tiktok is like a movement right now yeah it's not like a little thing anymore it's a movement where even a lot of marketing agencies are going to snapchat and tiktok to be able to market to their brands and their services which definitely makes sense would you feel like now you work in this company is that like a younger demographic type of thing yeah, absolutely. It's a younger so like, demographic. So, like, what, like, 18, 19, 20s, like, early 20s? <laughs> yeah, it's a younger demographic, but, you know, like, any social media platform, it usually starts out at either the generation that's active at the moment or the younger demographic. Right. But eventually, you know, the older generation. Uh, we all get old, so they're yeah, going to get old, yeah, too, yeah, with the it. The older people will eventually get into it and figure it out. No, for sure, bro. I mean, you know, and, and you know, I say this, you know, with a lot of passion. You know, once we have our own location, uh, putting things like that out there would be a lot easier, you know, because mm-hmm. like, um, it, you know, before it was such a process to meet, you know, when we had a big team in there and getting everybody in in the same room has always been a process or moving things forward, you know, and um, so I think that once we have our own place, like coming up with creative stuff like that is so easy, man, because, you know, once we're all in a room, we are naturally creative, you know, there's different elements to us, you know, area of those photography or video or, man, yeah. we, there's so many people that do that also that we can involve into it that can bring their own imagination and creativity to it. So, you know, we'll be able to facilitate things like TikTok, like boom, 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 you know? Um, so that's why I'm real excited about, you know, really the next vision for GCL. Um, but marketing, man, Instagram, Facebook, you know, just paying those promos figuring out what, you know, your market is and, you know, promoting to that market. Um, do you pay promos? Yeah, we have, we do. I mean, we've done, man, we've been around for so long, bro. We, we, we used to do, um, um, we used to be real big into house music, man. Cause the way this started was that we were like, yo, after parties, girls, uh, right. <laughs> and, um, and you know, that was fun and all that. And then, you know, uh, my partner at the time, you know, I mean, we were all, we've always been, Brian's always been part of it. But he's always been like in a relationship or something far away. So he would never go on these wild adventures with us. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe one or two here and there, but like it was always very limited. So me and this dude, we would go and uh, we would go to these underground house music events in like Naples and stuff and party well. It's like South Americans and just get wild out. And uh, so we started doing these um, house, mu- house music events. So we were doing like a series of that, man. And I definitely want to bring that back because there's a whole scene there and I love house music. Um, I appreciate Miami for putting me on to stuff like that and this yeah. group of people. But uh, so we used to do things like that. And um, the way you promoted that was through Facebook and word of mouth, man. Going out there and actually meeting the people, getting in there, having them come out, being part of the scene, you know, cultivating the scene and, and just having a good time. You know, I, I think that's, that's something that gets lost in the mix. And for some, at some point when we started doing these events, we, and I, we've done like Latin events. At the place that's called like Fly Lounge or whatever, that place has been like eighteen different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Vegas Lounge. I remember that. Yeah, Vegas Lounge, yeah. Palette Forty One. You know, we did events there. One time, we were gonna do this mix, this, this event. It was called um, our, what the damn, what the, oh my god, what was it called? It was, it was, it was something involving. See, I wish Brian was here. Um, involving like uh art and then um the art and soul. I think it was called or something like that. Because we wanted like soul music and flow and then yeah. like art around. And we got shut down from the city because we were going to do it actually at the location that Nick saw for where we're going to be at. We got shut down there and the previous owners 
um, you know, we're like, hey, the city came and shut us down. And we had to end up going to the pallet uh, that night. Yeah, we switched like in a matter of hours, bro. We had to switch locations yeah. and stuff like that. And that's just one event, you know. I mean, we've all, we've done things for nonprofits. Uh, mm-hmm. So like getting out there and doing different things in the community, you know, really helping promote ourselves like that. So, <clears throat> you know, um, there's a whole division that we want to create, a nonprofit division for GCL. Cause there's a lot of cultural things that we want to push uh, you know a lot of art you know um teaching a lot of like uh man my goal bro personally i want to develop uh classes for uh immigrants english classes um i think that that is one of the biggest things that needs to be in the forefront um as being first generation latino in this country i see my parents you know go through a typical immigrant story of not being able to dominate the language and really succeed and move forward while seeing certain maybe like uh, puerto rican parents that were here a few generations in looking mad latino but being able to handle like the english language and understand certain things like you know my dad always had good credit but a lot of people don't understand that coming in or how mm-hmm. to you know get certain aspects or banking um things like that man so you know that uh seeing that that immigrant story makes me reflect on how i want to create english classes because that would be a big forefront and honestly honestly you know on top of all that i've also being in the south um you know, I'm tired of like being in certain situations where uh, me being Latino and I'm talking to someone else, uh, someone else in Spanish and some fucking ignorant ass American comes over and tells me not to speak my own language, you know, because we're in America, speak English, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, man, that, get, that boils me in my blood, bro. That boils my blood. You had somebody tell you that? Yeah, yeah. Or I've, I've been around it. I've, I've been walking yeah. into public and seeing some like Southern cracker lady, like say something that to some Cuban ladies, you know what I mean? And I'm just like. I had to walk away because I'm like, yo, this is not my fight, you know. That's mm-hmm. that's you know, if it's not my fight, I'm not getting into this stuff, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Court yeah, cases are expensive. Ignorance, bro, ignorance, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, you're right. I've never I've never had anybody tell me that directly, but I've I've heard it. I've heard it around me for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel the same way. It was one of those things. And I say American because it don't matter on color, it just means like that ignorance right there. Right, see, right. See me, I feel like there's a difference though in what you're talking about because there's people that you know just got here and they're trying to master their language but there's also people who have been here for a long time and just choose not to learn how to speak english for sure for sure and and, and as someone who push wants to push forward you know the latino culture and i feel that right now i'm doing enough for it because i've been working on getting legit and um really being able to like speak out more on that but um you know we um there is that and there's a sense of like a, a a safety net right when you're like brand new somewhere you don't speak the language nothing like this and like you know this whole immigration thing you don't want to get out there too much so you kind of stay in your own community you know mm-hmm. so i want to help break through that i want to help break through that whole just stay in your community being able to handle the language man you know i go to some of these um you know the mexican culture is real prominent here in the united states because of like the border and all that right but like uh, i see some of these like real real indian looking cats you know come through man and like you know, that they work hard, bro. Hard workers, man. I work at a restaurant where, like, these cats kill themselves 12-hour shifts, man. Busting it, bro. Busting it. You know, two, three jobs. Work and, harder than me. Yeah, work harder than most people here. Right, yo. And, and like, you know, not and, and they get set back because they don't understand the language, you know. And, you know, that's frustrating for me, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, hey, as a first-generation Latino, come on. Come on, Bobby. I say algo, you know. And, you know, yeah. like, try. But, you know, also the facilitation isn't out there, so. Being able to bring that, I think, would help. It, w- it would cut excuses out, you know. I, I think when I become a certain level of wealth or whatever, that's what I want to do. I want to help cut some excuses out. That's yeah, dope. yeah, no, that that'd be no, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing, bro. Honestly, like I will. That's an awesome goal to have, bro. Awesome goal to have. I w- one day want to open my own nonprofit. You know, I don't know in regards to what cause yet, but um, yeah. it'll come, bro. It'll come. You yeah, mean like, yeah. you know, um. 
I hate doing this shit, Ben. But I, when I was your age, uh, fuck, I feel old, man. Hey, bro, I always say, man, no, ain't anything crazy. It's like a yeah. seven-year difference, right? But like, yeah. the, the point is, at, at, at twenty-three, like I didn't either. I wasn't saying these things. You know what I mean? It took a certain growth, a certain level of being out there in the community, man. And you by doing the, these these uh, podcasts right now, man, like that's where you're at. You know, you're doing that, and I think it's gonna develop, man. You know, it's, it'll de- definitely develop. I'm learning shit every day, bro. Appreciate yeah, yeah. Especially if you stay in the area, bro. I hope you stay in the area. You know what I mean? I hope this yeah, area yeah, doesn't yeah. suck I more. I mean, right now, leave. I got no reason to leave anyway. So. Good, good, good. Man, that's the goal, man. But anyway, and where can our listeners find your content, find your company, find the events you're doing, and all that jazz? Um, well, we have a website, you know, www.gclmovement.com. Um, we go by GCL. You can look us up on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, Gulf Coast Leisure is, uh, you know, the full name, not the acronym. Um, we're an arts entertainment company, and, you know, we've been around since 2012, and we plan to move forward, you know. Um, I uh, I plan to take help take this to the next level with my partner, Brian, and, and uh, a lot of different influencers and creatives and um, family and friends, man, that want to see us do good and want to see this area come up. Um, I hope that through our movement, you know, we um, were able to, you know, not push gentrification how it typically is but help it grow in the right direction um and i hope you know through the spot that you saw and everything mm-hmm, like that nick mm-hmm. uh, we're able to do that man so um we're doing a mural downtown for myers right now um it's uh it's on the following mlk it's gonna you know that's gonna be the future building i just let it out but but yeah so you know just doing art man doing creativity and community those are the different places you can find us uh, this is the best look places, I guess. Um, if you're an artist or creative, you know, please come through. Your safe space for you to be yourself. Um, check us out. Uh, I don't know YouTube, Gulf Coast Leisure. You might find some things there. I don't know. We got to work on that. Mm, what I'll else ch- do, typical, uh, do people typically say? Am I missing anything? No, no. I think you hit everything. Like you definitely hit everything. Hit everything had. like. Mm-hmm main yeah the main spot like right there yeah mm-hmm. like you were mentioning before i mean like every company you know needs funding especially startups yeah, so yeah. you know our listeners definitely reach out to marco's company's page on his facebook his website whatever you could donate donate it you know we're just trying to fund like the future of southwest florida and i feel like m is a real big part of that future and just a lot of these creatives man Anything, anything helps. By the all way, of them, all of them. Yeah, a lot of people you interviewed have been to our event, man. So yeah, like, man. I've I mean, been to your event. I've noticed, you know, I, I realized that you know a lot of so far. I mean, you're our sixth um, interview. Um, six, six, six. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, J.K. J.K. JK. <laughs> so I I realized that the people we interview like kind of know each other or know of each other. Yeah, man. Which is really, which is really cool. I love that. Man. You know, there's a whole underground scene out here, man, and you guys are definitely, yeah. you know, capturing this. This is like um, some. Uh, oh my god, I'm, I'm about to kill it. What's a uh, Bobito and something? Um, what's the other DJ's name? It's a. Uh, Bob, he's a Bobito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there were DJs in in the '90s. Um, in a in a college uh, radio uh, show, and they, they interviewed uh, um all these like everybody. Oh my god, I'm missing the DJ's name because Bobito was the interviewer. Um. Darn it. I suck at this. I'm sorry. No. Nah, but like that but the up. point is, yeah, look at it, man. It, it's, it's a pretty cool show. And basically, this platform um, was a, it's on Netflix. They, they have a, 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 a documentary. Mm-hmm. And uh, what they were able to do was capture a lot of their emerging artists that grew, you know, grew to be big. So, and the thing is, at the time, hip hop was still new. So uh, they weren't playing it all the time. So it was like at 
one in the morning to like five or something like that. So mad people in New York would tune in and Wu-Tang, Nas, Biggie, all these like, you know, like, man, like Mob D, um, you know, Rob, you know, like Black Rob, who else? Like just, I mean, anybody that you can think of, Smith and Wesson, um, oh my God, you know, Karis One, Cool Daddy Kane or whatever, um, you know, Big Daddy Kane, like, oh man, a lot, a lot of G-Rap, a lot of like, you know, people came through and uh, you, you guys being able to do this, uh, I think you're, you know, cultivating that too. You know, you're capturing the scene. You're able to like really put it forth in everybody's opinion. So maybe sometime in the future, people are able to reflect back and be like, yo, this is all part of one thing. So, you know, uh, I appreciate that. And, you know, I hope that does happen. And um, if Florida doesn't flood in the next 20 years, you know, we'll be all right. <laughs> But we'll we just might, we'll just move somewhere else. We might have to move this somewhere else. We'll, we'll just take the equipment with us, yeah, man. You, you come with us, bro. We go yeah, where yeah, you yeah. go. How about that? <laughs> well, what they're thinking is that you know inland is gonna get more expensive. You know how the beaches are like you know prime location right now. Yeah. As the water rises, yeah. where do you think those rich people are gonna go? Yeah. Oh, let's just yeah. move inland. The, the weather's still beautiful. Florida, buy some land, buy some land yeah. out there. But anyway, we have we have a, a little tradition here in the podcast. At the end of our show, we like to ask our guests to give a toast. So we're going to just ask you here, if you can make a toast to Southwest Florida, what would your toast be? Mm, this is where I should have read the question comes in. Um, <laughs> so off the cuff, um, you know, man, health and wealth, man. Um, and we grow, grow the diversity in this area, you know, through different influencers and individuals, creatives. Um, I see this area growing a lot. Uh, <clears throat> we have the potential to not be like the other coast, like, you know, the you know Miami and all that for a lot of the area. But definitely create our own culture, but expand on it and uh, maybe do it the right way. And maybe the, the way the other emerging markets kind of messed up along the way, able to see those faults and grow through it and really do it right here, man, where we're able to cultivate um, a good community, you know, and keep crime low and, you know, just, man, just really be an expressive area where people can come and be themselves, man. I think that's the deepest thing. You know, if we're able to do that, we're able to help a lot of people from hurting themselves, you know what I mean? Or, or like, you know, or, you know, get away from this whole depression thing, you know, and like that or anxiety that, I, you know, a lot of people are, are openly talking about this now. And it's beautiful because I think that that's something that needed to be done and said, you know, but now I hope that it eventually gets to the point of how can we help that? How can mm -hmm. we move forward on that? You know what I mean? I'm a big like, how can we fix this type of guy? You know, and sometimes it takes money, but I think it takes simple things like this. So yeah. um, as well. you know, I like that. Man. I, you know, cheers to that. You know, love each other and collaborate. Yep. Pretty much. Thank yep. you for showing that up, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that analytical in you was like boom, boom. <laughs> nah, bro. Yo, no, I love that toast. I love that toast, man, bro. That that was amazing, man. Appreciate you sharing that, bro. Yeah. We appreciate you being on the show with us, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. Like I know, I, said, I know you had a long ass day working, bro. So yeah. I know. I don't get to say. Uh, I don't get to. You know, I'm very. I'm a real reserved dude. You mm -hmm. know, like uh, when I'm out there, I don't really like say these things out loud or anything like that. You know, because um, being in like. Uh, certain atmospheres of like partying or this and that you know or like you know people get real like oh we gotta make these changes and do all these things and that was cool for some time but nobody none of them really did anything you know they just kind of like set it all in the party got drunk mm -hmm. and bounced you know and kept doing the same thing so um you know i've learned that like you know if just do it yeah. you know like not to quote that company that i'm not going to mention because they don't pay me no money but like, <laughs> yeah uh just just get at it man just just get over it yeah, get yeah. you know get to it you know figure it out and do it you know <laughs> Yeah, you gotta pay me, yo. <laughs> yeah, I love yo, it's an another episode um, in the books, man. Another one in the books, man. Marco, 
M, thank yeah, you for coming y'all. out, bro. Shout out to Gulf Coast Leisure. I'm definitely going to check out those events. <laughs> what? Are we, we, we taking a shot? We're we going to we go take yeah, another one after this. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. We appreciate you for coming out, bro. Um, We got eventually down the road. I know you mentioned Brian Franklin a lot. And again, Brian, shout out to you, bro. Um, yeah, as a character right there, you gotta bring them through. And yeah, yeah, you, you gotta have him and then bring us together. You'll see what happens. Bring, bring y'all together. Uh, eventually we, down we, the road. We gonna bring you guys back. No yeah, way eventually down the road, man. For Definitely. sure. Enjoy the shirts, yo. Yo, no, yo, yo, yo he brought us shirts, bro. Hey, I'm gonna post it. it. I'm gonna post it on the IG story and um and on our post about the shirts that he got us, bro. Absolutely. If any guests, you know, but I want to come through and just give us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yo, that, that, that's like, really that's really generous. That's really generous, man. We don't take it for granted, bro. No doubt. Yeah, man. But all right, man. It was another great episode. Shout out Gulf Coast Leisure. Shout out M. Shout out Brian. Mm-hmm. Yo, we're the Toast of the Goodfellas crew. My name is Nicholas. Your boy, Alan. Yo, we'll see you in the next episode. If you want to contact us, remember, you can hit us up on Instagram. Our Instagram is Toast of the Goodfellas. That's Toast, the number two, the Goodfellas. You can hit us up on Facebook. It's Toast of the Goodfellas. You can send us an email. It's Toast of the Goodfellas. Yo, Toast of the Goodfellas is basically everything. That's all you need to know. It's another episode of the Goodfellas. Peace out. Yo, Subscribe peace. and follow. Peace, peace.